When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. I am your host, Blaine Bartlett, and as we're uh, going to be exploring something today here, I want to just kind of you know, set the stage a little bit. Um, sports in this country, sports around the world, uh, is dominated by very established teams and very established leagues. And most people, when they think of you know football, soccer, basketball, you know, take your pick. What comes to mind are the traditional players in those uh, domains, in those sports. Uh, you know, soccer, um, you know, you've certainly got, uh, you know, the, the teams, Manchester United. I mean, you, you've got all of that stuff uh, in, here in the U.S. with American football. Um, you've got the NFL. And there's been some startups that have kind of you know, kicked into play here. Up in Canada, we've got the Canadian Football League. And I'm mentioning all of that because... There's a dominance in terms of how these sports are played, and there tends to be an expectation about how these sports unfold. And the the the, uh, uh, the players themselves kind of get wrapped up into a, a way of being that is not uh, necessarily as fulfilling as it could be. I think in some ways, and I and I know a number of the players, uh, both in the uh, NBA as well as the uh, uh, NFL. Uh, my guest today. Um, as Senior Corkazus, who is the co-founder and CEO of the American Sevens Football League. And I'm just fascinated to have him on the show because they are, and I say they, uh, American Sevens, is a new way of approaching this sport that we in America call football. Uh, and I, and I, I'm just fascinated by it because they're in their eighth season and they're coming up on the eighth season of 2022. They, they got founded in 2014. And Center is actually leading the charge here, I think, in a very fascinating way of reinvigorating something. And I mean really, literally reinvigorating something in a very interesting way that has a cachet for both the fans, but I think also more importantly for the players, for the athletes that are involved in it. So Center, I want to just welcome you to the show. Thank you, Blaine. Great to be with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's yeah just kind of start by uh, you know, asking. I think a very simple question. It's the one that I lead with all the time, and it's one that we're going to use to kind of inform the conversation about why you would be <laughs> uh, brazen enough to take on the NFL. Yeah, as an example here. <laughs> yeah. What for you? What What's the soul of business? What does it bring up? Um. Great question. I, uh, great name for your show. Um, business should have a soul because in the you know in the end you want to do good work for good people. That's always been one of my mantras. Uh, when you when I was feeling low, if ever um, had a bad something bad going on uh, other parts of my life, 
And actually turns out when you do good work for somebody, it makes you feel better. Um, so the soul of, of business in, in general for me is doing good for good people. All right. Now, let, let, I'm going to just take that definition and uh, kind of open up uh, you know, our, our conversational box here. With that definition in mind, uh, and I'm going to you know, weave in some of your history here as we go through the conversation here, because you've got an association with Lee Steinberg, uh, with my very good friend and business partner, David Meltzer. Uh, there's a number of different people that come into play here. What was it that compelled you to start American Sevens football. And we'll talk a little bit about how it's different, obviously, here. But uh, you know, what, what compelled you to start this? Because, yeah, you, you got to be crazy. <laughs> entrepreneurs, <laughs> entrepreneurs, by definition, are crazy. But you got to be crazy to take on the NFL. Well, so that was never the thought initially um, either. So, But the thought was, hey, how do we play football in a quick uh, pickup format? Um, and this game started recreationally in New Jersey. My business partner and co-founder, Ryan DePaul, founded the league. And for those reasons, partly to be able to get a pickup game, the sevens format uh, was just easier, but also less equipment, no equipment, no pads, no helmets made the game a lot easier. Um, so that was kind of the uh, impetus for the sport. Um, it existed prior to 2014, but that's when I saw it. Um, and really, that's when I hooked into the business opportunity that was there. And that's when I went to my friend, my, my childhood friend, and I said to him, hey, let's, let's partner together on this concept and let's make it as big as possible, a national and even international sport someday. Yeah, and it, and it is truly national right now. I mean, you've got yes. uh, you franchises in a number of different cities. Uh, Okay, let let I mean no no pads, no helmets. It is football. It's not flag football. It is right. tackle football. Yeah. So um, the athletes. I'm gonna. You know, this is interesting for me here. But yeah, when when you bring the athletes into this uh, into this equation, I mean, if you look at traditional football, and I you know, I played Pop Warner. I mean, when I was growing up, yeah, uh, you know, all that stuff. You know, pads. I mean, and you know, just kind of you walk around and you can't hardly move in some of this stuff. How are the athletes taking to uh, the, the, uh, being that unencumbered and slash that unprotected in a tackle format with professional athletes? And, and so, you know, um, you ask a lot of people and they'll tell you, this is how we played growing up. And yeah. not only that, they'll tell you yeah. it was safer also. You didn't have anybody hitting head to head uh, and, and, uh, and a lot of these other injuries that you see because you're more aware of your body. You're not gonna smash your head into somebody because it's gonna hurt you too. It's an obvious instinct. Scientifically, this is called risk homeostasis or risk compensation. When you're fully equipped with helmet and pads, that's why every single play in traditional NFL football, you have helmet to helmet contact. Those are the highlights when you have a big helmet to helmet hit. It's sad, it really is. Yeah. And, you know, the concussions that come out of that and the brain injuries that uh, eventually appear. Um, you know, it's almost a paradox that it, it would be safer to play without the protective gear. And I, I like that risk homeostasis. You know, yeah, I don't want to hurt myself. <laughs> I honestly don't. So I'm Pretty not going to throw my I'm not going to lead with my head. That's yeah. right. 
Yeah, and um, many uh, football insiders, coaches, Mike Ditka, and a number of others know this. Um, they've stated it. Take off the helmet, remove the invincibility. And so removing the shoulder pads and helmet has been a key of our game, plus other rule changes to further add to safety. We have the most amazing special teams, which is the most dangerous part of traditional football. We have a three-on-one special teams. All the other leagues and from college to Pop Warner to the NFL are evaluating rule changes to make traditional football safer. We've cut to the chase. We've solved it. It's time to open your eyes out there. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, that's the player side of it. How are the fans taking to this? Because, again, I kind of go back to, yeah, I grew up with pads and helmets, and that was the expectation about, okay, if I'm going to watch a football game, I've got, you know, these armored uh, gladiators out there doing what they're doing. And I go to this American Sevens game, and it's, they show up and they look like me. Well, I mean, yeah, in, in my prime, they may have looked like me. It, but. It's, it, it's amazing. You really get a sense that, hey, I could be out there. I could, I, and you feel like one of the guys, and you see the emotion on our athletes' faces. And our athletes are tremendous. Many of them can be in the NFL if they had that opportunity, if the timing would have been right, if they didn't have an unfortunate circumstance or had to leave school or any number of other reasons. There's no doubt. And you see the NFL veterans who support us, Deion Sanders, mm -hmm. Cam Newton, Cam Chancellor, a uh, number of others, celebrities like Snoop Dogg. These are guys who know football, obviously, our NFL guys, and they know our athletes are the real deal. And so now as we expand with owners across the country in new divisions, we're going to be raising the talent level on our athletes and bringing this thing to the next level, to the major leagues. Now, this has been kind of a growth. I mean, and, and I would say it's, it's been a passion and it's been a passion project for you. I know a little bit about you know, some of the history here. How have you managed, and this is an entrepreneurial question that I want my listeners to really pay attention to here because, you know, again, entrepreneurs are crazy. Yeah, they go. Yeah, a true entrepreneur changes the world. That's yeah. They they change the 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 game you know, metaphorically that they enter into. You know, Elon Musk comes to mind on this. Steve Jobs certainly does come to mind. Um, and you know, with this sort of a play, you're changing the nature of how this particular sport is not only uh, watched, but also how it's actually played from a, from the athlete's perspective. So. That, that idea of uh, doing good work for good people, you know, staying connected to that dream of making a difference. How are, you, how are you as an entrepreneur, both personally, but also with your team, keeping people connected to that as you have, and I'm, I'm assuming there's been some struggle here, uh, you know, as you've needed to fund this thing and, and get it viable, and it is viable now. What have you done and how have you kept yourself above water? Yeah, it'll, yeah. Yeah, 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 from a spirit you know, standpoint. What, what comes to my mind, and it's so, you know, cliche, you've heard it so many times, it's on the, the walls of the offices, failure is not an option. <laughs> <laughs> and you say the entrepreneur has to be crazy, and that's right. When failure is not an option, you will go crazy to find a solution. I also re re liken it to failure is not an option, why, or else you die. You have to feel like you're going to die. Yeah. You'll find a solution. If you don't 
it then it wasn't meant for you you were not really going to die but you know if you need to feel like if you're gonna you know when you're up against the wall what does that mean you have to survive and so that is a big big part of it um the concept of you have to put your mind into and i've read this in in a number of different books the one that sticks out to me is napoleon hill and some of his conversations with uh, andrew carnegie so you have to create a frenzy within your mind before you even start before you do anything and it can take a while and i might just not sometimes it strikes you like lightning that's what happened with me with this business but still i had to continue and nurture that frenzy that I'm not going to fail. I'm not going to let anything stop me. I'm going to make it happen. You know, that, that's an interesting notion. You know, I, I was uh, fortunate enough to be a part of uh, the movie in the book, uh, uh, Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. And one of the things we talked about was the distinction between having an idea intellectually and having a frenzied idea. Because it's it's the emotion that, that actually is the connective piece to this. You know, if you think about the law of attraction, it is, you know, it, it's, it's a secondary law. The law of vibration is the primary law. And for human beings, vibration is a function of emotion. It's not a function of intellect. It's a function of emotion. So getting that frenzied state now uh, it is truly important because that's, that's what keeps you in that, in that field, uh, that vibrational field where you begin to attract things that are matching that frequency structure. So, yeah, I, I would be interested it, here. And, and by the way, when you say that, it's a lot of people, and myself included, it's still something to comprehend that. You almost have had to experience it to understand what you're talking about. Um, and that's part of the difficulty with entrepreneurship sometimes in, in trying to explain. Everybody wants to know the secrets to success. <laughs> it's hard to understand when you actually hear them without ha- you know having some some context, some some connection to it. Some connection to it. And so yeah, when you got yourself on that frenzied state, you know, vibrationally frenzied, what can you give us a couple of examples of the unexpected resource that popped into your life that was that's that's what I needed right now. I couldn't have I couldn't have I couldn't have manufactured you know creating that. Yeah. Any examples of where that's occurred? Because I, I want to just kind of yeah bring some great yeah folks. I mean, this isn't magic. This isn't uh, yeah, yeah yeah wishful thinking. This is pragmatic stuff. This is actually how the universe works. You get yourself onto that frequency field in a frenzied state, and all of a sudden you've got stuff that are you know that's starting to pop in that you couldn't have you couldn't have dreamed it up. Uh, we're we're on the same wavelength. I could tell uh, this was a destiny to be speaking with you because you're quoting from my mind. You're talking about manifestation. Absolutely. I I, I thought to myself recently, if I ever do a a show, I will only ask one question. Give me an example of something you've manifested. The most solid example. I'm not going to talk business. I said to myself, I'm going to reach down and pick up a four leaf clover from this grass. I picked it up. It was a four-leaf clover. How do you like that? It's not magic, but it happened. And I have it. <laughs> and I have it. I still have it. So I'll show you one day. Yeah. Uh, example in business. I need a. I need to build my team. I realize it's time to expand. My co-founder and I kind of got to the capacity of, of where we were at. We needed to now, like any entrepreneur and startup, continue to build the team. 
I went to uh, an advisor of mine. Who should I go to? One word answer usually you get from your mentors and advisors. Go to the football people, go to the sports people. Within three conversations, I connected with the co-founder of the UFC, David Isaacs. And yep. he joined our advisory board. And, and these last two years have been tremendous, huge growth. All of that happened between three phone calls and reaching out once to my mentor. But before that, it took quite a while to, re- to get to that point. I was, I was uh, pulling my hair out trying to figure out who is going gonna, is gonna to be the right fit. And, um, you know, and it was that, it was, it's, it's just beautiful when it works out like that. It really is. Oh, I mean, and and, and, it, and you look at it and you kind of go, God, I couldn't. I mean, again, I couldn't. I couldn't have planned for this. But part of the key here is, is I'm listening to you. Is you, you keep yourself in motion. You keep yourself connected to that. And this is the power of the soul of business uh, or the soul of anything. If I keep myself connected to the for the sake of what? Why is this important to me? Yeah, things start to actually vibrate in a very interesting way, and we're off to the races. Yeah, metaphorically. And- and I'll tell you, you have to have patience. It could take a year. It could take three years. It could take five years. It might take yeah. a day. It might take a month. But I'll tell you numerous one of, uh, of my deals and, and et cetera that have taken years from the initial contact, especially in this business, because we had to prove and put the proof in the pudding before, before many people would start to take that second look with us. And now that they are, you know, many years down the line and then we, and you continue and, and you keep in touch. Um, but when the timing is right, that's when the opportunity can happen. Yeah. And that everything has a gestational uh, period to it. I mean, it really does. I, I can't uh, plant, uh, you know, some seeds in my garden and I cannot make them grow faster by you know, saying, well, you know, the clock says I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. Where's, where's my food? Yeah. It, it will take as much time as it takes. And, and if, if I'm nurturing it and I'm, I'm tending to it, and I'm keeping connected to it. It works. It, it, but I have to keep I have to keep doing the watering. I have to keep doing the fertilizing and it will just stay in a time that's already appropriate. You know, I, I, I've got a, a way of, of talking about this. It's already happened. I just haven't arrived. And that's essentially what you're uh, what you're speaking to. Because another thing I've said before, I said, you know, on paper in the future, we're already there. Yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> and, and this is just what it looks like as we're making that transition or, the, or, the, or that journey. This is, this is what it looks like as, I, as, as I'm getting to that point. We're going to take a real quick break, uh, break here, Senator. And when we come back, I want to uh, yeah, go into another little uh, area here. And that has to do with some of your history, just kind of how you got into this. Because uh, I think it informs what 7S is. And then I also want to talk about what you see. You know, you've got 2022 coming up. What do you see coming up uh, uh, as part of that success trajectory? So we'll take a real quick break. All right. <laughs> oh, something. I mean, it's so great to hear your thoughts, Blaine. And, you know, now that I, I heard before you're friends with David, it makes sense. I mean, he is on another level as well. Yeah. Uh, he, he is. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he calls me his mentor. Uh, we've known each oh, other for years. unbelievable. So you never know who you're talking to. Unbelievable. When yeah, you, this, when you were hitting on yeah, the wavelengths and the yeah. frequencies, uh, that's, 
That's a, a secret language of entrepreneurs. It is. It is. And this book that I've got over my uh, shoulder here, Compassionate Capitalism, uh, David and I co-wrote that. Uh, I had it about 90% uh, done when I first met him. And it's kind of like, okay, you're coming into this. Awesome. Uh, so the way that he built uh, Sports One, you know, I've actually got that treated in the book as, as an example of a compassionately capitalistic company. And, and Lee certainly was, you know, Lee Steinberg was part of uh, that whole that whole journey for David. So yep, yeah, it's a it's such an honor to you know I'm a tech guy. I just wasn't in sports. I knew of Lee, and years and years passed by now, and I'm connected with David. I I reach out to Lee every now and then. Still, yeah. hey, I want you to join a seven FL. I want you to get involved. <laughs> but you see, I'm talking to you, so you know, I'm yeah. sure you'll little word will pass to him eventually so yeah you know, oh you pretty much yeah. guarantee it will <laughs> <laughs> okay we're going to come right back here i want to thank you for listening um i want to also invite you right now to go to blainebartlett.com and on that site which is my personal website you'll see uh services up on the top menu i'd like you to click on leadership mastermind now, why I want you to do that is we have uh, structured a mastermind program that is very unusual and it is very powerful. And by going onto that site and clicking that link, you'll be taken to a landing page that is an invitation to join this mastermind. It's a 52 week long exploration of what it takes to be a highly effective leader in today's fast changing environment. You won't regret it. And if you've been liking what you've been listening to on these Soul of Business podcasts, how does one become a leader that can keep connection to the soul of business? That's what we look at. That's what we're about in this mastermind program. So again, go to blainebartlett.com and click on the services link. And there you'll find the link to the Leadership Mastermind Program. Look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening to this little commercial. And now back to our show. Hey, folks, welcome back. Um, talking to Senator uh, Korkazus, uh, the uh, co-founder and the CEO of American Sevens Football. Um, yeah, Senator, you, uh, you're a tech guy. I mean, you didn't have professionally a sports background. Um, so uh, I know you said that you played ball when you were when you were a kid and whatnot. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested just in your own personal migration here. And, I, and I'm talking about this because ideas come from all kinds of places. And a lot of folks that I coach and I actually work with get themselves in a box because they say, well, this is what I trained to be. This is what I went to school for. But they've got this little, uh, this little dream that they're kind of holding in abeyance because it doesn't match what they think they're supposed to do or what their mom or dad said they were supposed to do. Um, how did you migrate from being you know, a, t a tech guy uh, into actually owning and uh, running a sports league? Um, so that's part of that uh, uh, lightning strike that happened to me. And it wasn't something that, that took um, that long. I was pretty successful in my tech company and I was looking for my next opportunity. That was the impetus of it. And so I was evaluating different opportunities and different contacts that I had that I could potentially 
bring value to and, and bring something to the table. Out of all of the things I looked at, my old friend, my childhood friend, we played Pop Warner together. We went to high school together. We played this no pads tackle football together before it had a name. You know, it was just kill the man with the ball. And <laughs> I played and that everybody, game. Everybody knows that by different names. And um, so, 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 you know, I was basically sitting, meditating, thinking to myself, what am I going to do next? Um, and it struck me like lightning. This football league was going to be what, you know, the biggest upshot, the biggest opportunity. Um, it, and I knew that Ryan, my old friend, he needed my help. I knew he wouldn't succeed without me. All of these information was just coming to me and I knew it and I knew it. And so then I went about actually making a partnership with him. And that took months. It wasn't something the next day I picked up, let's do this. All right, boom. Uh, no, no, yeah. I, he was doing it himself for many years. He wasn't about to just give away uh, and, and start a partnership. The last thing I did say to him before we formed the deal, I said, and because I got so bold, I knew I had to do this. Like nothing before. I said, he will not succeed without me. And I, I didn't tell him that. Eventually I had to. And I told him, I said, I know you won't succeed without me. We're friends. So I could, I, it was a little easier for me to talk like that with them. And, and, and we formed the partnership and the rest is history. So yes. that lightning moment. And ever since then, I've tried to keep that with me. I remember where it happened. I, you know, it's, it's like I could put myself back in that place and try to remember that feeling because you lose it. Yes, you lose it. And you, you get out, of, you get in the weeds and you try to get back out and get the perspective. And that's where I get my perspective, where it hit me. This is my destiny. Nothing will, will, will stop me. I love, I love that story. And, and I, in particularly, I pay attention to, I keep going back to that, that origin story, because that's where the juice was. And, and, and it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and that's where the frenzy was. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. Your work. yeah. Uh, so you, you and jumping ahead to 2022 here, uh, you, this is the eighth season. Um, you've been successful. Um, what do you What do you envision? And I'm going to just kind of you know, take where we're at right now and run the ball forward here, so to speak, uh, in the next, let, let's just say the next five years. So by 2027, uh, what do you see happening with the league? I see us within five years, maybe sooner, as a true major league. Uh, so we're growing into a professional major league sport. Currently, our athletes are pay, uh, pay to play um, in the tradition of, of many um, non-major league sports across the country. So uh, we'll be having uh, teams across the country, hundreds of teams um, in, 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 um, in maybe 32 divisions. By the time we're done, we have eight right now. Okay, mm -hmm. hundreds of teams in the end with um, with with in the end, our goal, our athletes being paid to play a major league sport. And so the entertainment value of our sport is what's going to drive us there. We already have proven that the athletes love the game. They love to play. This is America's most favorite sport. Big hits, big action. And actually, it's a little safer, elevates our, our athletes safety in football. The fans love the sport. They love it. They're all over, even internationally. 
and now they're going to have a team in their city. We're going to take it to the next level. We have investors all over the country, over 700 of them who were fans, and then they became investors helping us to further expand and, and grow faster. So I see all of those things helping to fuel us to get us there. Um, there's just so much opportunity in this platform. It's all built to, um, to promote our athletes. That's the point. So the American Idol of football will be showing the stars across the country. I love that. You know, I, I, I lived in Australia for, for a while uh, back in the, uh, uh, when was that? The late 80s, I guess it was. Um, yeah, it was. It was the late 80s, 87, 88, you know, right in that time frame. And I got hooked on Aussie rules football. Uh, how, how is, I mean, in, in, in the entertainment value what was just off the charts and the stadiums were filled. How, how does American, you know, American Sevens differ from Aussie rules uh, football? Yep. So we're still traditional football, tackle football. Okay. We are seven on seven um, instead of 11s as in traditional football. And many rugby formats are sevens also. So this yeah, is an international format, which helps us as we expand internationally. It also helps us as we expand nationally. Less guys, less equipment just more um, affordable and, and effective and efficient for us. Um, other key rule changes in traditional football, you, you kick the ball. We eliminated kicking. We throw off the ball. We throw it. Um, so obviously the big difference, the, the number one difference between football and rugby, any kind of football is we have the forward pass in rugby. You right. don't have, this. you don't have that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, played, I played rugby in university. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're still, still uh, your traditional football rules. We look like football. We walk like football. We talk like football, but we're American <laughs> sevens football. <laughs> I love that distinction. Um, yeah. You, you got associated with Lee Steinberg um, and Lee is uh, a legendary in the, uh, the sports arena as, as an agent, the super agent. I mean, you know, Jerry Maguire was modeled after him, uh, the movie. Uh, I, I, I always try to use his line, show me the money. Show me the money, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I, I, I bring this up because you know, Lee was very interesting in terms of how he built his agency and it had to do with you know, anybody that he signed, he made sure that there was a social impact piece that uh, his athletes were actually paying attention to. How are you giving back? Yeah, have, have you built that into the way that you're working with your athletes right now? That's a great, great point. It's something that's always been on the forefront of our minds. Our athletes, for the most part, are focused on playing football. That's, that's just ingrained within them. Um, but to have the opportunities available, but what are those opportunities and what make the most sense? That's what we're still working to come to. Yeah. Um, so between business opportunities, uh, um, community opportunities, and other ways to give back, we need to we need to start to solve that um, solve that equation. There. Uh, do we have a program in place right now? Um, loosely, we do. Um, so in all of the communities that we work within. Uh, we try to provide as much to that community as possible. For one, putting on a great event um, and, and welcoming the community. And then any other opportunities we have, we're more than 
interested to be involved with. So whether it's Baltimore or San Diego or Orlando, we're now going to be in Cincinnati. Uh, we want to make that a bigger part of our mission as we move forward. And I encourage anybody who's interested in watching in any of our um, cities that we're in, please reach out to us if we could be involved to help. That, which is, yeah, actually was going to be my next question here. How do people find out more about American Sevens? How do they get in touch with you if they've got an interest or you know, actually if, if they'd even like to uh, invest in a franchise? Yeah, uh, a7fl.com. You can find all of your answers there. For one, how to be a player and register uh, your interest for when the registration opens up. For two, how to be an owner and own one of our divisions. Um, there's still an opportunity. The registration uh, window has closed, but we're still considering um, latecomers to the table. We're now moving into eight divisions this next season. So anybody who's interested, reach out, contact us at a7fl.com. A7NFL.com. And I'll put uh, A7FL. 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 Correct. Perfect. A7FL. Okay. A7 Football League. A7FL.com. That'll be in the show notes for sure. So, folks, yeah, you're going to want to take advantage of this. I want you to go to the website and check it out. It's really fascinating. And, um, Senator, you know, one of the. You know, as an entrepreneur, you know, entre you know, entrepreneurs change things. You know, that's what they do. And hopefully they change them for the better. So my question here as we just kind of close this thing out is, how are you leaving it better than you found it, whatever it is? Yeah, how, how are you leaving it better than you found it? More opportunities for players to be noticed. That's, that's the end game. Uh, there's just the NFL with 32 teams and nothing in between right now it's just a, a big black hole for so many athletes out there and this is a very positive outlet everybody knows sports is a positive outlet we're just connecting the two there's a hole and we're filling it i love there's a hole and we're filling it that's <laughs> that's probably the best definition of an entrepreneur i've ever found <laughs> there's a hole and i'm filling it <laughs> Folks, you've been listening to The Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. My guest today is Senator Korkazus, uh, the uh, co-founder and the CEO of uh, American Sevens Football, uh, a7fl.com. Um, check out my website, blainebartlett.com, and uh, you'll find a lot of stuff there. Uh, one of the things I'd like to point you towards is uh, there's a free book, uh, ebook there. Uh, that uh, organizes around um, you know, creating high levels of emotional engagement in your employees. Yeah, employee engagement is kind of the uh, holy grail of most organizations. And this is one of the things that A7FL, uh, American Sevens, is actually doing with their players. I got a hunch that they are absolutely rabid, uh, rabidly passionate about playing with you. So uh, again, Senator, thank you so much for being a wonderful guest. I, I've loved this conversation. And folks, thank check you. it out. I loved it as well. Looking forward to connecting with you afterwards. Absolutely, my friend. Thank Take you. Care. Take folks, care. You bet. And until next time, folks, uh, just enjoy the rest of your week. Take care.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.